Make me a mixtape, something old and something new. <laughs> something I said or did that reminds me of you. Make me a mixtape that makes me yours. It is time for Make Me a Mixtape. I'm Marty DeRosa. Paul Farvar. Make me a mixtape. Don't leave out Husker Do. Put something on the cars did back You're in 1982. Put on Duran Duran Duran. Come at us, Promise Ring. I, I'm going to be in Milwaukee <laughs> for a show one of these days. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm gonna go see Robbie Folks in Milwaukee at a collectivo. What? I went. I, they have a collectivo. I didn't know you know who Robbie Folks that's where, is. Get out of here, Paul! I'm gonna kick your fucking ass right I'm now. I'm just saying that's a, he's so good. Um, but anyway, I will be there. So if any any representatives of the Promise Ring would like to meet me at Collectivo in Milwaukee before the uh, Robbie Folks, we concert, have a check for them. We'll, uh, we'll send a check with you. For I have a handshake. And Thank you'll you go, hey, thanks, man. And I'll go, no problem. It's my pleasure. I love you guys. Uh, this is Just the show. Just for the record, we, uh, those lyrics were from the Make song. Make Me a Mixtape by The Promise Ring, who okay. just won't re- reply to us. So until mm-hmm. then, this is what it's called. <laughs> That's what I say. Uh, it's all satire. I'm a comedian. <laughs> I believe oh, that gets me out of every lawsuit <laughs> of all time. Fair use. Those were their lyrics, allegedly. Talk to um, a lawyer. Anyway, we we have a show. You know the deal. We have uh, friends or enemies on. They give us a five-song mixtape. We critique it. As music insiders. Compliment it as two of Chicago's, uh, maybe the world's biggest uh, music insiders. We will dissect this five-song mix. Yes. And I believe through a five-song mix, we can figure out what kind of person this is, what kind of childhood they had, what yeah. kind of future they're going to have. That's yeah. how That's how clairvoyant we are. Uh, and also, we can critique music because we are more knowledgeable than ninety-two percent. I've the seen population. every VH1 behind the music. I have too. I've read numerous articles in Rolling Stone magazine, and I have just about finished six music books at least. So yeah. I have all of those. Plus, I play music. Marty does not. But uh, but I you know a lot about stuff that I don't I know. have taken acid and listened to music, so I have a relationship Accurate. with music that Paul will never have. I never will understand that. He'll never understand why some but I've people. Learned. Some, here's what Paul will never understand about music: that sometimes a little limp biscuit is okay. Uh, and here to back me up on that one is our guest this week, none other than Jim Flanagan. Jim, yeah. welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Am I on the friends or enemy side? You are a friend, hundred percent. I was. I've been campaigning to have you on here. Marty was the one that was just kind of like oh, against it. Does some, he really know about music? And we then some, we had some big gets. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, we had some big gets mm-hmm. um, that we that we. Uh, Made the list before you. No, no. Here's listen. Listen. I don't know you as a music guy. True. I know you as a, a comedian. Mm-hmm. I know you as a sports guy. Mm-hmm. I know you as a gambler. A, a gambler. Mm-hmm. I know you as a uh, drinker. Mm-hmm. But a music guy. Music guy. It's not what I got you pegged as. I feel like all of those things involve music, with the exception of gambling. Like... I mean, it's just on in the background for some things, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But true. then when I said I heard that you wanted to do it, I said let's do it. And then I uh, there, through the the corresponding, it was like, oh, this is terrible. You guys are going to rip it up. Which right away I'm like, why, why are you wasting our time? All right, if you don't, if <laughs> no, it's a good proud, podcast. If, if you're not be proud bad. of yeah. your mix, but then I got your mix. It's good stuff. I'm super proud of it, but it's a weird. I have a very weird taste in music. I, I I'm going to say uh, I've known you for well over five years, mm-hmm. and uh, I consider you a good friend, one of my favorite people, one of my favorite comedians Same. in Chicago. But I was surprised by your music. Mm-hmm. I why? did not anticipate that you'd be such a Hip hop enthusiast. All hip hop, and and being that you live in Naperville, mm-hmm. I assume you grew up there. I grew up in Glendale Heights, right? But yeah, Same suburbs. Thing. Yeah, I just I thought you'd have uh, a more diverse musical background. But then I listened to this mix and I I saw the songs. I was like, oh, I know exactly. Like Marty said before, what your childhood was like. What was it like? 
<laughs> I just, I just, I don't know what will I can say without being canceled. That's so, like, it wasn't great. I think uh-huh. you like. Well, I know that from your from your <laughs> comedy. I mean, we'll go we'll go through, but I mean, like, uh, there's 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 one song on here that Paul and I I share we're both not aware of. I'm aware of the band, but I'm not aware of the song. We'll okay. get to it. Oh, I think you're wrong. About but that. otherwise. Um, I think these are, I mean, these aren't like a couple more radio hits. Yeah. I mean, uh, are you a guy who's just kind of like, yep, that's a good song on the, you can listen to a lot of radio, right? Cause you drive a lot. I do. Satellite radio. Absolutely. Okay. Here's what I've come to High the conclusion roller. of mm-hmm. satellite radio. Each station has about 20 songs. That's it. That's all they're allowed to play. I cannot for the fucking life of me understand satellite radio has been along for how long, how long we had satellite radio. I'm guessing 20, 15, 20 years, 15, yeah. something like that. Yes. Uh, what the fuck? And they like, played Mike Jones on the rap stations the entire twenty years. It's so crazy. I, every time I rent a car, I'm like, oh, it's got satellite radio. Mm-hmm. What a treat! I get so excited. I get so excited. But then it's like, once you're in there, it's the same Howard Stern interview. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I've already listened to that. Mm-hmm. And then it's it just flipping Seth through. Myers. You're flipping through all. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Meyers or like Hillary Clinton. You're flipping through. You're flipping through. Mm-hmm. And it's just the same songs. I was yeah. in a car with with uh, my lovely girlfriend Sarah. Three days Name in a dropper. row, three days in a row of just the same fucking. But what are you? Yeah. What are the stations you're going to? Because I, I, I think Dude, that I'm flipping. I'm, ch- I'm change. I like changing stations because I think we all. I like are in the, that mm-hmm. in that wheelhouse where we mm-hmm. like changing. So that's what the only thing I, I don't like about watching TV now. Everyone's like, "Isn't it great?" And I, I do kind of miss just like, yep, firing through, through stations mm-hmm. or in the radio. I mean, in the car, you got the radio, so you really. I mean, on on XM, it's like there's not. That many stations to begin with, because then you got all your sports, all your news, all your right. this, all your that. But as far as music, it's like you got your sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. I do like that they. Do you got that. your boneyard uh, or whatever. You got your metal station. You got your new metal. You got your all your alt but station. Jim has it. We're renters. We have rented yeah. cars. Am I wrong? But he's hundred percent correct. I mean, yeah. there is. It's like any other radio where they've got their their songs of the moment. But the weird thing is they never die. No, like like, like the, even rap music that was popular fifteen years ago, they're still playing, it. and they're the only people. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, I'm going to name a band, mm-hmm. and you tell me the because here's the other thing with XM, they only have one or two songs from each artist. Absolutely, it's crazy. It's like okay, regular what's radio. The game you're going to play. Uh, okay, what Sugar Ray song are they playing on XM? Why? Yes. Um, let's see. What uh, What Eagle see. song is on the '70s one? That's see, Hotel I California don't... all the time. No, I, I, see, I think that some of the, I agree with a lot. Oh, of what you're, you're, you're talking about like some of the biggest bands of all time. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking. But they have Nine an Inch Nails. They only play Hurt. Or, yes. or like yes. maybe Pretty but Hate. They, or like maybe a, like but uh, just the... I mean just Manson. Beautiful mm-hmm. people. Like these are people. You're talking about your Beatles, your Stones, like Eagles. Even you're like lower A listers. Sure. Okay, but I'm talking. You're going to the wrong station. Hall of Notes. Uh, it's just fucking. Uh, I can't go for that. I maybe Hall of Notes. Sarah smiles couple. on there. Listen, but I mean, you're, and, and so many one hit wonders. Holy shit, they yeah. love one. This is the story of a girl. They fucking <laughs> love one hit wonders on there. Harvey Dangerous to, flagpole sitter is uh, everywhere. If yes, you go to the, they have that. Although the, they did save it for later, uh, which they covered save it for later, which is uh, uh, I'm going to consider that another hit for Harvey Danger. Oh yeah, I'm going to stick up for Harvey Danger. They the have the, they have the deep time. cuts right. channel. That it I was really on like. the uh, the, yeah. right? the the um, Taxi Cab movie soundtrack. Okay, what was that one night? Not one night on Earth. It was a uh, it was like a New Year's Eve, um, a New Year's Eve. Uh, Courtney Love was in it. Dave Chappelle was a cab driver. Stuber. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
200 cigarettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, you thought I wasn't going to remember it. And you go, you always do this. Always you bring do up stuff. Then we have to remember it. We have to Google it so people don't yell at us. All but, right, listen. But listen, about the XM thing, I, I think I agree with you to some extent. But What I are think you that sticking up for XM yeah. so hard Deep for? Cuts channel is really sponsor. good. Listen to the Deep Cuts. The Cut Deep Cut station does play the second most popular song. Yeah, that's what they do. So that's what they do. And, the like. and the Coffee House <laughs> only coffee plays like. covers of exactly. uh, people's like biggest hits. Exactly. Yeah. And they but, do them. They're like, can't help falling in life. <laughs> Why? If you're going to get a suit, you can't sing Paul, I'm Cindy a comedian. Lopper. You play. And it's all, first of all, it's not Cindy Lauper. What was that version you were singing? Uh, who, that's uh, that's Elvis, baby. Uh, I know. Can't help falling in love with you. They have all these like coffee cover house version, singers yeah. or whatever. Oh, not okay. coffee house singers, but they have a co- cover people version. who do, and they all do these fucking wispy ass. <laughs> okay. Why? So what is the? Wh- how did you come up with this? First of all, was this the first time you've ever made a, a mixtape? No. Okay. What was your history of mixtapes, Jim? I love mixtapes. Mix CDs. Give, pe- give mixed people tapes. an idea of uh, high school. High school age. What, what are you in high school? High school age. Yeah. Um, I'm not high. Not high school. Well, when age. did you first make a? What year were you in? What year were you in high school? Um, I think I started way before high school. I'm talking like. But the, I just want to give to people. I want. This oh, is my you, new okay. thing because I, I, I think people want a frame of reference. What year did you graduate high school? 1998. That's all I need I'm to sorry. know. Okay, That's everybody. Was... That gives you a little idea of yeah. what we're working with. Because okay. I heard some so, people going like, I, I want to know mm-hmm. how old they were when they were in certain. When was your first mixtape? You said you did before high school. Yeah, you I'm were talking, talking cassettes. Yeah, old school memorize. Do you remember? Do you remember they had like the cool pink and yellow? Yeah. I was always drawn towards the clear. And then the the pink and yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was always drawn towards but the packaging. But I would pay, you'd pay more for the high bias because you thought it was better. Did you do that? No, I remember every once in a while being like, "I'm going to make, Brooke, so. I'm going to make a real okay. fucking deal mixtape for yeah. me." So I'm going to spend a high little bias. extra money. It was heavier. Let me throw out some quick random questions mm-hmm. at you. Uh, first album you bought, be it tape, CD, whatever it was. I remember the first two CDs I bought uh, were um, "Here Not Comes Mark. the Hot Stepper," the, <laughs> the, the lyrical gangsta. Word up. Excuse me. Are you stop, serious? Stop. It was. A, it was. I love that song, and it was on a soundtrack. And I think it was the Predaporte soundtrack. What's guy's name? Yeah. No, um, no, no, no. I need Kamozi. Something like that. Oh, they, that was, was the a total one hit one. Public Enemy ECW. You bought the whole album. Yeah. Former bought, ECW tag team champions. Public Enemy. That was their theme song. Ah. Okay, so that was a CD or cassette? I bought the CD, um, but the Predaporte soundtrack, which nothing else on that album was good. I had what no was idea what I was getting about? into. Fashion I never watched it. I never the saw the movie. History, I think it was about. Just, what are you talking about? Predaporte. Yeah, I think it was. But I, think I, never it was saw like, I think it was about like Fashion Week or something like that. Okay, so okay, so that was the CD you bought. Uh huh. Like I, I, mean, I had albums before two. that. I bought that and uh, Warren G's album on the same day. Right, <laughs> there you go. Those were my first two CDs. So like eighth what, grade going into high school. I mean, regulators, I, this DJ. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's your What's your history with the pod, the the mixtape so when why you said you were making these who are you making them for yourself i used to make them for like girls i'd like or or for my friends like in high school i'd make mixed cds of just terrible rap napster guy you're in the age group lime wire i was a big napster lime wire guy my friends would call me be like hey can you get this song i was like like, i got it i was the plug you you throw it on the list before you go to bed and Mm -hmm. you wake up in the morning and there they are downloaded i ruined quite a few hard drives by uh, i really you know what i thought of this the other day i really was like i'm gonna with my luck, I've always considered myself not to be the luckiest person. Like, if we just do a coin toss, I'm like, I'll probably lose here. But uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. 
I'm going to I'm going to get in trouble for You're the Napster one that's going to get sued. But then I hear they were only going after people who downloaded Metallica songs. I had no Metallica songs on my list. I had nothing to be afraid of. They were they were they were trying to find the perfect lawsuit so yeah. they can find the right victim because they didn't want to have someone be like a teacher who's mm-hmm. poor and stuff like that. It was a yeah. whole scam about that. I remember I was in I was we were doing that in law school. We were looking at weren't there stuff. kids? What didn't they? I mean, sue like yeah. actual like children. Yeah. They screwed up because they were going to these places and they're like, oh well, this is gonna be awesome. And then it turns out that it was like the lawyer's son. So they're like, yeah. oh, we can't fucking go after oh, this yeah. guy. Oh yeah, they sued their so friends. Like, they would go. What they, would, they figured out. <laughs> I mean, what okay. So you take from a seven year old? Yeah, right. So what? So you'd make these tics, tapes for girls, yeah. and what was never worked? By the way, it was <laughs> to try to impress them with your I mean, yeah, music knowledge. With my musical knowledge. I would uh, I would tape stuff off the radio. I know you guys have talked yeah, about that. Sure. I was a big fan of taping stuff off the radio. Yeah. Um, how yeah. did you find Boys your to men? How did you find your Boys music? to men on there? I mean, uh, I know how you found Boys to Men. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean radio. Most most radio. My I have an older brother. Okay, and my older brother was a big hip hop fan. Mm-hmm. So, um, how old? It, what's the age gap? Five years. Okay, five years. So the first stuff I would listen to would be old Run DMC, Beastie sure. Boys, stuff like that. LL Cool J. So I just fell in love with it right away. And I and he like went on to like a lot of different music, and I'm just like, nope, this is all I want to listen to all the time. Did you ever? Because I know that not all your songs are. Uh, Hip hop mm-hmm. on here. When did you steer away from hip hop? How old were you when you started saying like, "Oh, there's more to life than this"? I don't know. Maybe maybe next year. Does, I don't know. Does, really cla- I mean, does like classic music? Like if I played like Guns and Roses, "Welcome to the Jungle," does that speak to you at all? Or are you I just like, a, "Oh, I know that song." I had a huge Guns and Roses phase. Okay. So how but, did that happen? How did it, it come up? You, I would just drift into it. Like people I'd be hanging out with. I had some friends who were really big into Live and Candlebox. So sure, yeah. you, you know, never I'd throw in copper. So like grunge, <laughs> you kind of just were like, "Okay, but not." But it's not my my wheelhouse. I like grunge so much now. Okay, I'm so mad that I. Really? Missed it. In oh, high school, oh, don't I worry. Just... They got every every big hit song on fucking XM. Uh, sorry, wait, Paul. wait, wait. How, how did you? Uh, how did you just mix that? I mean, how did you miss it? Because you were. I was. 90... I, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Billy Corgan graduated from the high school I yeah, went he's to. From Glendale Heights, Lamont. Uh, no, no, Glenbard North. Oh, Glen- Glenbard North. And oh, that's right. That's right. It was during their heyday, and I'm like, yeah, they're all right. Like, I just wanted to listen oh, to rap Bill music. Corgan's band? Fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, William, I didn't know William, him. William. I didn't know him. No, it was, he was Bill, older. Bill Corgan. But I mean... <laughs> um, William Patrick. Yeah, but he... Uh, he Like, everyone loved him, and I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Well, and like now a, I'm like, holy shit, it was so great. Why, yeah. How did I miss it? Oh, I thought you are like, now he's the I owner of the National <laughs> Wrestling Alliance. Right. I can't believe it. It's my favorite YouTube show. I didn't get into them later, but I mean, I was totally in on, sold on Pearl Jam and stuff, and... And Candlebox and Live and all that shit. But so I never me, got into hip hop. Let me guess. Let me guess. With some of these old uh, old mixes, you, did you have like a little uh, a little rump shaker? Of course, a Rex little and a little uh, tag teams. Whoop! There it wow. is. Wow. Uh, Paperboy Diddy. You do know everything about uh, me. Yeah, I know you. I White know you. Lines. But OPP. Sure. White lines was good. Sure. OPP for sure. Naughty by Nature had a couple. Um, of yeah, you had some. You had some Naughty by Nature. Funky on there. Cole Medina. Is um, that too old? No, big time. Funky Cole Medina. You a busted move guy. Um, you want it? You got <laughs> it, Marty. <laughs> of course, I'm a busted move. I know you, baby. Music Factory. Oh, this is unbelievable. How about yes. this? How about Marky this? Mark. Good vibrations. Were you a big oh, yeah, that was a good song. soundtrack feel guy? It, feel Were you a soundtrack guy. I loved soundtracks. Yeah. The Above the Rim soundtrack. Sure. Had regulators. Sure. And a did you ever? Did you ever make a juice? Did you have the juice soundtrack? Did have the juice soundtrack? I know you, buddy. Was that which one had Lady of Rage? I rock rough and stuff. Puffs. That was from the uh, that was a that was maybe <laughs> was that the deep cover was she on it the was deep, cover deep cover soundtrack it could have been no no because that's when we first met Snoop Snoop was already established with that one Snoop no point. Lady of Rage Afro Puff ah that might have been had a to be movie. regulators maybe let's see 
Did you ever make a uh, Did you ever make a uh, breakup mix for anyone? No, I think that's so weird. Can you believe it? I think that's first of all. How nice is it that Jim actually listens to our podcast? I really do. He knows exactly, and he's already embarrassed for you. He's been embarrassed for you. He's been embarrassed for you already. Sabotage it. Hey, speaking of sabotage, Paul, let's play our first (laughs) song. You You like how I did that? You know it. You love it. The Beastie Boys sabotage. Oh God! Do you hate this? No. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And this is Come on, baby. Sabotage Beastie Boys. Come on, baby. When I first started comedy, this was a song I would go up to. Yeah. And I was hosting the open mic at the world famous Laugh Factory for two years straight. That's all I would hear. And then it'd be like, all right, welcome to the world famous life. Everybody, round of applause. How's everyone doing tonight? Da, da, da. Like it That's was ingrained awesome. in my head. Did, right. you have a, did you have a, a couple things? Number one, if you if you want to have a little fun on YouTube, uh, them doing this song, Beastie Boys doing this song on Letterman is Amazing. fantastic. Oh, mm-hmm. 100% so agree cool. with you. This was a, uh, a different uh, Beastie Boys. They came back. They were playing their own instruments. First album they came back. Yep. I saw them do this whole concert at Northerly Island or whatever before they decided to rip that apart. No, no, no. That was after they did the mix thing. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's oh, yeah. Northerly Island. It's a great place to see a concert. So You're jealous. like on the lake. They played all their instruments and shit. It was real so cool. They did an instrumental show there, they, right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Was that the one you saw or no? No. Okay. I saw, oh shit, did I see the instrumental show? This, I never got to see their it. Their videos? I saw the instrumental show. That's right. Because I was like, oh, well, this is cool. I was at, uh, I was at a, a casino in Las Vegas. And mm-hmm. in the background, they were playing videos of all the videos and whatever. And every time a BC Boys video came on, they had this one. And they have the one for um, Intergalactic. Yeah, yeah. They still hold up. I like mean, they're amazing videos. They, they are due to uh, well, Spike, Spike Jones, Jones. Made them, yeah. They wanted to have cool videos. Yeah, yeah they hold up because there there will be times where, and I don't know what it is about if it's my YouTube or or just whatever, but they always want me to listen to Hook by Blues Traveler, mm, which is great. God. And uh, they're then, listening to your podcast. Is then, what's happening? Yeah, then it's like okay, <laughs> now if you like that, can we play this list of of similar songs? And you're always going to get like this one or Intergalactic. Yeah. Um, you know, and a, a, so, a bevy of other songs in this sort of great time frame. Yeah, this is a great song and a great way to start a mix. Why is this? Why, well, tell us what your history is with this song. It is. It was the first time I saw them. You saw at, them? No, no, no. I've never seen them in concert. But like, this was the first time you saw how talented they really were. Like when you were a Beastie Boys fan for a long time and everybody made fun of you for it, this Whoa, was the who's first time. Fun of you for being a Beastie Boys, really? Yeah, my friends were not into what, it. What, what they was, always what had street the, cred with me. Really? What in was my group? No one. I didn't get into them until I was in college. But what was the what was the reason you got made fun of or for liking them? People just didn't like them, and no one took them seriously. They were like white guys yeah, and they rap. were just and like you know, fight for your right is what everyone knew, yeah. right? So unless you were really a fan, and you listened to a lot of their stuff. You just thought they were this parody act. You didn't know anything about them. But this was like. They're playing instruments. They're talented. This video, like when you hear that song, you think of that oh, video so immediately, good. for sure. Right? And like, if you haven't seen the video, which is so weird, yeah. it's a basically like a, a '70s cop uh, TV show that they're kind of spoofing or whatever. It's so good, so cool. Good acting. I remember seeing <laughs> it. I remember that, that was one. I that makes me think of like the summertime. This was a yeah, summer. This came out, came in, out the in the summer. Yeah. Good call. It was a summertime song, summertime album. Uh, the uh, the video for Check Your Head <sighs> is. I have a, a remember 
watching that one time, just yawns to being like, this is the fucking best Dude, video ever. That was the album before? That was not... Yes. This was... That was not Ill Communication. That it was... was for uh, Check Your Head. Check Your Head. Check Your Head. Which was they, they started three, to right? get Third. a little... Yeah. They started to Paul's get a little Mateek more... Second. Create... Like, Check yes. Your Head, they kind of stretched a little bit. Yes. But this was like, just like, oh. And, I, and what was so great about this that you wouldn't hear, that you couldn't get away with nowadays... The music news was just like, okay, I watched MTV, so I heard like mm-hmm. Kurt Loader in between videos, or maybe like I watched The Week in Rock. I wasn't reading Rolling Stone magazine right. or, or Spin or anything that much at the time. So I had no idea the Beastie Boys were coming back with another album, and they're going to play all their own instruments, and it's going to be kind of like heavy, like rely heavy on punk and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to blame new Metal on this album. Really? Yeah. A lot of it. A lot of the blame of new metal. But I'm not going to say blame because there was, well, it so was wait, interesting. Was there good new metal? But don't you What's think? Sure, metal? sure, 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 sure. New metal. No, <laughs> not, sure, I, sure, I disagree sure, with that completely. Sure, sure, but sure. I do think that. What do, what do you disagree with? I, I don't think they're the. I think new metal was like Kid Rock caused that all. No, no, no. Kid Rock is new metal. I know, but Kid Rock he is a symptom of this disease. He's certainly Beastie Boys inspired. You don't think Kid don't Rock know. and Fred Durst and all those other dudes were like, oh, the Beastie Boys are playing instruments. Well, get you call that new metal? That's new metal. Sure. I don't know what new metal is. New. I thought that was like metal rap. Olympus. You don't know what new metal is gone. No. I'm sure there's a station. I mean, of course, it. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Okay, I didn't. What's the Boneyard p- typically playing? On, I don't on know. Well, I'm on. 44 to 46. I'm my hip hop stations. That's it. Shady, you a shady that's, radio? Oh, yes. Or, or, uh, shade 45 is great. So wait, hip hop nation. Let's go back to the BC mm-hmm. boys so before sorry. we start shitting on them. I, I I think that they're not responsible for Limp Biscuit. I'm not Biscuit. mad at them. It just it happens sometimes. <laughs> Look. Sometimes, you used the word blame. I feel like that was you positive. did say blame. <laughs> yeah, maybe I said that. Maybe it was a little accusatory. Yeah. All right, I take that back, Beastie Boys. I don't blame you, but I do. Will I will say that you definitely put some ideas in some people from uh, Florida and Detroit's head. <laughs> <laughs> so there. So why, why this song though? I mean, you're a Beastie Boys fan, right? Yeah. You've been a fan of theirs since their first album, yeah. License. I, so listen, why this since song? I picked this song. It was the it was the best song. It's my favorite Beastie. It's Boys my song. favorite Beastie song too. But since I picked it, does everyone regret their mixtape the moment they hit send? A lot of times people do. are like, you know, well, I well had I this. known that, mm-hmm. I would have done this. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that, a lot of second thoughts. But this is fine. This is a great song. What were the What were the other Beasties? Uh, get it together with them and Q Tip. Uh, what is that? Off from? that same album. Yeah. Yeah. Get it together. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I got the ill communication. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's a great track too, and yeah. and that's oh, yeah. a little you know yeah. more B sidey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yep. a good one. Yeah, but this was the pick. I mean, it was. It's a good. It's pick. too easy to pick Paul's boutique. It's too easy to pick anything off of there because every guy my age, sure. like if they like the Beastie Boys, that's the album they always talk about. Hey, ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is. The most like I, this, I think this is their most like un- obviously unique album because they played instruments and all yeah. that stuff. But like, I don't know, man. From one sound to another, it's taking a big risk. Yeah, it's like they could have just did the like party song. You know what I mean? Um, that just is like, oh yeah, I could just do those. They could do those songs all the time, but they were clearly like, all right, let's let's change it up, which I I like. Yeah. Did you put? Did you ever put this song or any of these songs like a BC song as your, like your intro music? What like what have you ever asked for that? I can't. Uh, yes, sabotage sometimes, but my song. For years, when I started, your walk so up for the people who are song, like, "What are yeah. they talking about?" Your walk up this song, Ludacris is stand up. Ludacris is stand up. Ludacris has a song, stand, stand up. up. Yeah, that was because you were about to do stand up. Get it the was, fuck out of here. That's I as love bad that as Reno's so Mama's got to get on stage. So, <laughs> do you know that? Do you know the story about the Ludacris concert? He talks about it where. Uh, <laughs> Where he is in Indiana and he's saying, stand up. Everyone's doing it. And one guy didn't stand up. And they're like, stand up. He's like pointing at him. And everyone's like, he can't stand up. Yeah. Like, he's, he's there's a great, cat. there's a great clip. Uh, <laughs> you don't know this There's story? a great, there's he a great clip online of a, uh, this guy was an archer in like, I don't know if it was the Special Olympics. And he 
shot the arrow with his feet. And then he's, he's standing there and uh, he, he doesn't have arms and the guy puts the metal on him and then puts his hand out to shake. Oh my and then God. they just play the Curb Your Enthusiasm. The <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Someone just oh did that. God. I think Biden was at a, a fundraiser, a rally, and he was like, we got Jim Flanagan. Jim, stand up for everybody. And you're like, I'm in a wheelchair. I can't. Uh, have you ever done that during crowd work? I have. The, uh, do you have any bad crowd work oh, stories? Oh, God. I just, I just had Dude, one this week. I had one. About? I do them all the time. I was on stage uh, closing out a show. So I really was mad because no one told me anything. Uh, a woman had um, something that was causing like a reflection. And I was just having a good time and joking with everybody. And I was going to go, what the fuck's going on with you? What are you shining over there for? Um and I looked down, and she had two hook arms. Oh. And uh, I had done a joke earlier about the uh, drummer from Def Leppard only having one arm. And oh, I was God. like, nobody Everyone said anything you. to me. <laughs> so then I noticed that, and I keep looking down, and I was like waiting for it. But like, you know, at the end of the How show, you, she Jim? gave me like a... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> she tinked them together. I haven't myself, but I had, uh, one of my friends was like, Keep it going for so and so. Everyone's clapping except for one person. And like, what's wrong with you, lady? You just have a stroke. And she goes, Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh the, shit. Last weekend, um, the the guy who the comic who was opening for me, uh, it was a friend of mine, and and I like very much. But it was so funny because we were talking about like features doing crowd work, and then he's doing. He was like, you know, hey, uh, you know, how long have you guys been married? And he's like, oh, in a few months, but we've known each other ten years. And he's like, well, why'd you guys just now decide to get together? And she goes, my husband dropped dead uh, mysteriously. Like like, so, like a real, oh like, God. in-depth, like, suddenly, yeah. very tragically, and just ruined everything. Just stopped the, vibe, the whole yeah. momentum of the entire That's show. You just bob your head and go, cool. Yeah. All right, anyway, the other mm-hmm. day I was at Chipotle. Exactly. <laughs> wow. What about you? Wait, what's your walk-up music? I don't, yeah. I don't really have... You had uh, something. You had I something at some point. I used point. to play... Or, or some wrestling they, Chris thing. used to play... I mean, that's the thing, too. There's a lot of, like... Sometimes if I go to places and the... Sound guy likes wrestling. He'll know that I like wrestling, so he'll play wrestling songs. Okay, which is fine. Um, I I don't know, man. I like it. Depends. I used to like the uh, beginning of Menzingers. I don't want to be an asshole anymore. Oh, nice. That's pretty fun. Um, I don't know, man. And and that it's it's weird that I would because I love wrestling and I always think about like what my song would be if I was a wrestler. But I'm uh, I just don't really. So what did you have? Oh, or Dancing Mother. I like they play that for me a lot of Laugh Factory. Who's that? Dancing. Oh, Dancing Mother. I think it's a Dancing Mother. That's what I thought it said too. Oh, I'm sorry. Dancing, yeah. Yeah, I've heard them do that. What What would you do after the Ludacris one? I mean, I've never. It's Now I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I still haven't played Ludacris for me. (laughs) (laughs) Stood up. He can't stand. Another song they could play for you is Baby Blue by Action Mm. Bronson, your second song featuring a a young chick. This is the first time I ever really got to know Chance the Rapper. Yeah, me too. That's the first time I've heard this song. Uh, this is one of those where you're like, oh, this is a fun little song. And then you look at YouTube and it's like, oh, 800 million views. Cool. Let's mm-hmm. uh, listen. Why you always all on my back? Huh? Why you gotta do me like that? Huh? Why you gotta act like a bitch? Wow. Right away. Some language. So Paul Holland just wrestling. Yeah. I love old samples. No, it's a great, great video too. The video awesome. is a parody of Welcome to America. Coming and to he's America. Coming to America. Yeah, yeah. 
Back what did I say? Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Welcome back, Connor. That was like a spoof. You know how sometimes <laughs> they'll make like, oh, you made uh, fucking Titanic. I like his other up. videos. Chances guy. This is great. This is great. Yeah. Uh, at the video. This video. He, I mean, he's, he's you can listen to him and he's not, it's not like a you gotta see the video kind right. of guy, but it's like, this is a you great video. And, so it, what, and it makes it better. What is it? What is this? Why is this here? Why is this song here? This, uh, this is later, right? Yeah. These are two of my absolute favorite musicians right now. And uh, this is how I found Chance also. This is a driving song. Action Bronson? Yeah, it really is. Song. It really is. It's a great it's driving a, song. Oh, driving. Just yeah. summer day, just out there, you know, just cruising along. How it's a great song How did you discover Action Bronson? Uh, off of Mac Miller album. So I almost picked a Mac Miller Action Bronson wow. song instead. We had but a I Mac was like, Miller song. Yeah. had a Mac no? Miller song. Surprising. But yeah. Yeah, this is our first Action Bronson song. That's true. Um, yeah, this guy's good, man. He, he was just in a movie I saw. Was he really? Well, it was like a big movie that just came out that everybody wanted to go see. He was like a... Driving Miss Daisy. Like Stuber. Weapons guy or something. What do you keep saying Stuber? Because <laughs> but you've been story. story huh? You keep giving me opportunities to say Stuber. I don't know. Oh, man. Someone's going to be so mad at home about like, you know <laughs> Action Bronson was in this. Hey, Action man, Bronson. Google it. Let me know. I'll Google it. You look it up, Paul. All right. Um, wait. So why, why... Action Bronson vacillates between doing really great music and yeah. doing music with Riff Raff. I and bet. I like that combination. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You know who Riff Raff is? Yeah. yeah. And like Andy Milanakis hangs out with them. Yeah. Like it's a very weird... <laughs> He's a um, there are certain people who are like uh, uh, weird people collectors. Yeah, he's Irishman. a weird. He's a, the Irishman. Yeah, he was a, the, yeah, he was like selling guns or something. The Irishman. He was. He's a weird person collector. Oh, this is not yes. what I pictured he'd look like. I know. So I've never seen him, and this is the he's got a great show called Fuck That's Delicious. Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a former chef. Yeah, he. Um, he's, it's great. He's I a think fun he's Albanian mob. Oh yeah, he used to run numbers. He used oh, to like like nice. he brags about fixing basketball games in a couple of, like a couple of times, and you're like, wait a Uncut second. Uncut Gems is based on uh, no, um, <laughs> yeah, no. He's he seems like he, I would I'm I like hearing that because I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, this isn't just some fat dude who was into hip hop, and right. then it was like, you know, he's got a little street cred. He yeah. seems like Rian Arslani. He seems name. like he's uh, huh. he's got cred, <laughs> and he seems fun. He makes a lot of... Uh, it sounds like Persian in a way. What, what do, you, do, you, do you... Are you going to listen to more of this stuff, Paul? No, I, I didn't like... <laughs> I, I like the... I just like Chance's voice. I really dig his voice on stuff. And how his verse was awesome. Yeah, I love and, Chance's And I like his parts why. in the song, but then when it goes back to the other stuff, I'm just like, all right, I want more of just... That you know what? There's certain songs where you're like, I don't, you didn't need yeah. to put a bridge there. So you mentioned but Chance's verse. I didn't know that. This was kind of a cool thing. From I was doing a road trip with some comics who are big into hip hop, and they were talking about, and I had no idea that there was this like rivalry between whose verse was better on albums, and like yeah. if some person does better than the other person, they'll come back with another song and be like, remember how I fucking smoked you on that song? Oh, and I was like, get to that, yeah. Later. And I was like, oh wow, I had no idea. And then everyone's like talking about like the most legendary ones of like, and no one knew, but then so-and-so fucking stole the show. And it's like, I love that there, cause I love, obviously I like pro wrestling, but I like watching it uh, sometimes on a level where there's like, okay, you're Joe average is like, Oh, well, that guy beat that guy. But I'm like, Oh shit, mm-hmm. they did that. And that like, I love getting like lower, lower, lower into like this like basement, like, Whoa, this is what's going on. And I had no idea. And that makes me like these songs where there's multiple rappers like obviously, this is just him a chance, which mm-hmm. is great. But uh, but like yeah, when there's more, which we'll get to. Yeah, so I what, love. Like, a re- rootin'. Did they talk about that one? I love rooting. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And we're I'm just being. Wait, like, what do you mean? Uh, there's a one we'll get to later when he was saying about those. Uh, we'll talk about it. But yeah, one and of the it's songs like on people are. It's happen. like imagine Paul, we're doing a, sh- a comedy show, uh-huh. and there's let's say there's five of us mm-hmm. on a show, but we all just like send our sets in. And there's a big rivalry of think. I want to have the best set. I want to have the best yeah. set. You have no idea. You know where you're at. You know the show and you know the crowd, but you don't know 
what Jim's doing or what I'm doing and you're trying to do your best. And it's like, cause some of them, like they don't hear the other people's stuff at all. It's very fascinating. So where, so what's the, there's another song that will be on the list that, where that happened. Oh, so yeah, I was yeah. just curious, but yeah, so I think that's part of my love oh. of hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's that just all those deeper levels of things. And, and even like with lyrics, like sure. I don't just listen for the, you know, mo- there's so many lyrics in hip hop that have like two or three meanings. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a big part of it for are me you too. A, just, are you a lyric guy? Or I am. Music? I'm on rap genius all of the time, like Googling oh, the really? lyrics and what they are, mean. What and words are. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's, it's so fun to me. To, Do you think there are certain rappers that have like, better lyrics or, or let me ask do you think that these ones that you picked are like lyricists or do you just like them because the music or both i think it's a combination action bronson is certainly uh he's not like as deep you know as many levels as a chance the, the rapper you, oh, you or think like chance uh, do and chance is not he just yeah. keeps going i hope you have this and this mm-hmm. and, this, and deeper, you work at a friday mm-hmm, on a friday and you have it's like so mm-hmm. fun and then and then he switches from like that i hope you're happy you did this to that yeah. he's like i hope you're happy you know what love i mean like you, you see that love it little ah oh, so good who are the lyrics who are like the bob dylan's of the hip-hop world <laughs> um, that is tough i mean i think there's a In new guy opinion. named joiner lucas who is just incredible lyrically um i think eminem has so many things around three or four different yeah. levels in the song um, there are, I mean, Brian Morton and I are, he's always just sending me these YouTubers that are like these just freestyle rappers that I've never even heard of that are just so deep with their lyrics. I mean, well, freestyling is a different talent altogether, but like you think that they're, they're deeper to me. If you're a freestyle rapper, you're, you're just, you have a skill set that you can yeah. like think on your feet quick, but like having deeper meaning in lyrics means you have to like think them out. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Those absolutely. are contradicting things. Okay. So they're doing what they call a freestyle. They'll be on like Funk Max Flex's show and he'll just be like, drop me a freestyle. They'll just drop gotcha. a verse, you know, and they just unexpectedly when that, when go in. When that goes wrong, I love it. It's great when it goes wrong. It's, it's really Wait, great when it goes right too. what is this show? What are you talking about? Like this? any of the morning shows. Oh, a lot of times okay. what they'll do yeah. is they'll just play a beat and they'll be like, you know, Rap on top hey, freestyle. I'm like, what do you mean freestyle about? Yeah. And they'll say it and it's like made people's careers. And it's, it's fucked people's careers. Really? You find out who sucks. Yeah. And some are just like, some are just like, I don't like the one guy who mm-hmm. was like, and he was just like, I just don't do that. That's not what yeah. I do. But there's certain fine. people that I would think oh, that Iggy are. Oh, Azalea. Oh, she had a Yeah, that was real bad. I, I would think there's certain rappers, in your opinion, as a, as a hip hop enthusiast yeah, that would, that would be able to say, okay, hey, you know, maybe they're not the best freestyle, but they're sure. amazing lyricists sure. because if you give them time to write something, you're right. And like maybe the, freestyle uh, isn't the right word, but they call them free. But I mean, they're no, just. No, they're free. I think they're freestyle. But some of it, it's written the big stuff. Ri- the, the the what they'll yell at you out is if it's written because they're all written, written, and then they get they boo you if you do that. They don't like it when you read something off your phone. Yeah. But a lot of them are verses you have in your head. It's like sure. even a lot of your like riffs the, in, in comedy come sure. from you've you've had this idea, to me, it's right? Like this. You've done like, some of you that. You ever uh, have someone uh, in the crowd? And they go, oh, which, how long have you guys been together? And they don't say anything right away. Go, oh, and everybody laughs. And you're like, oh. And it's like, I, I think there are those like go tos, yeah. like, you know, and you could see when they're kind of like de- like delaying it a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. Yeah, but that's, uh, <laughs> but that's boy, a different. Give me, give me another beat. Give me another beat. Like, too slow. Fuck, what the fuck? What the fuck? But oh, like boom. people like Ed Sheeran or whoever that can like, they've got good lyrics or whatever that they have. <laughs> From their time, I'm not, I'm not shitting on him. I'm saying he's a good. He's known as a good lyricist. Who is the one in the rap world that's maybe not a Eminem. good lyricist? Did you just ask Eminem? who the Ed Sharon of hip hop is? <laughs> yeah, who's the Ed, Ed Sharon? For those that didn't know who Bob Dylan was, yeah. Um, Eminem, Pusher T. Uh, I mean, I heard are... that. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Sir, not or KRS One is always considered Amazing. one of the best ones. I mean, Rakim from Eric Rakim. Rakim. I mean, there's so many. Rakim. 
Okay. Over hey, the years. But you want to talk about Two Chains is an amazing lyricist. He's he's a punchline rapper. It's yeah. so funny to listen to his songs. Oh, wow. They're then so good. And then there's ones that are just bombers. They just bomb over. Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was ready to play on that song. You son of a gun. But I mean, okay, sure. I guess we're gonna <laughs> hear you, bombs over bass. Just better. Two, two dudes who are so good at rapping. Yeah. Right. And I mean, they both. So this outcast bombs over Baghdad. We'll play it in a second. I'm sure you've heard B-O-B. it eight million times. Is that why I, I didn't want to say Andre's name because if it was coming up next, well, I didn't want to ruin it. But absolutely, Andre is, is one of the top. I, five no, I don't know that. Time. I didn't. I in didn't this do that song, and take nothing away from mm-hmm. uh, Big Boy. He, they both fucking rip it up. And they both do a fun thing in this where at the end of their lyric, and I think there's always a friendly competition between these two. They did the two yeah. albums and all that stuff. Um, and thank God they're, I mean, I think they're pretty equal. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think everyone loves Andre 3000 so much more than Big Boy. I think he gets way more love, but sure. I, but Big Boy's fucking so good. He's amazing. And they both do these lines in there where at the end they're just like, ha. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so good. Let's play a little bit just to fucking it's so good. remind you. What, a, ah. what an intro. What an intro. B.O.B. Outcast. This is when they own the world. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. This has great. Andre Rouse, huge wrestling fan. Yeah. I've seen him at multiple meetings. Wow. So what? Play it low so when your part comes up. Tell us when it's up, Mari. But yeah. let me ask you this: Was this? Uh, this was post high school for you, right? Yeah. So you got into Outcast. What? I was early on. Like, oh God, I had a. Like I would just steal my brother's cassettes. You did know? you ever players and ball by them back in the day? I did. Yeah, players balls. Are players great. ball. Players ball. Old school. They were just like way less psychedelic, kind of just like yeah. a straight up rap group from Atlanta. Okay. But the second album was where I really got into them, uh, which okay, was so had, like ATLians, yeah. Elevators, yeah. Me and You, Your Mama and Your Cousin Too, yeah. all that stuff. This album's later though. This right? album's later, yeah. But this is just so this you, song took it to another level. So you learned about Outkast through you just your missed brother? It? Yeah. Ah. Don't worry about it. Oh, I fun. I think so. Yeah. Like I just I just steal mixtapes from. I, you know that he had that people had made um that for him or he had made himself whatever and i'd hear a song and then i would just start falling in love with that artist and just go down a rabbit hole like i used to drive all my friends to school when we were 16 and uh it was very nice you <laughs> it was a good dude but it was just because they had to listen to my music the whole time like all we would listen to you would either to be licensed to ill them. or yeah. or you know uh outcast and then i had like a weird phase where we listened to america on the way to school over the and over again. america uh, horse with no name wait, wait, is wait. amazing out of nowhere and then i went back to outcast and then the it, well, they, like, you the would song. just sneak it in i would just no i would just like i would i would play one tape all of the time and it was and just, it had just had that mixtape on there. i had the america's greatest hits for a little while i really what are the other america. hits by america um ventura was, highway oh yeah that's a good one in the guitar part a great song yeah yeah that's two but uh, what i don't are the remember other ones? the other ones i mean those are the two that, yeah. that really stick out to me what are the um, other americans okay. it's, it's just a single their greatest hits it's yeah. just two songs a side and b side it's a, uh yeah been through the desert horse no name acoustic uh, <laughs> on a piano so you uh, play these songs for them and then that's where you and then you play them outcast you'd be like isn't this great i mean i just i would always have one thing that i listen to nonstop. it's interesting too like i remember driving to school god our schools i think our high school started like seven like seven or sister golden hair and i remember oh, yeah. getting in my car and just putting on like some like ice cube or something yeah. like fucking wicked or something by ice cube and just being like all right here we go here we go and that like mm-hmm. gets you get you going again or whatever what's the part you're talking about the the ha just both of them just go wild like, and then at the end yeah it's just fun yeah it's good shit let's hear what and you're talking about and it, 
I can't find it. It's, oh, okay. I mean, it's in there. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying. It's, you know what I'm saying. You want me to go back and find it? I'll find well, it. Well, when it comes yeah. up, just tell us. We'll talk over it, and then it comes up. All right. Well, That's I mean, allowed by fairies. So just say listen. Just say listen. Here we go. I mean, just great, just great stuff. Really good, really good stuff. So, is this what you're talking about? Where they just out, they just match up against each other? There's actually, there's actually even more. Um, But yeah, that's one of them for sure. Those two were always going back and forth, and they, uh, they made each other better. They push each other. I mean, Killer Mike was part of the Dungeon Family, you know, before Run the Jewels. The Dungeon Family. Um, <laughs> Paul just hates everything. What are you talking about? I'm ATL, just learning. baby. They all ATL. lived in a house. Oh, they all lived in like a house, and they called it the Dungeon. They were um, like, yeah, like a little cult. Cultish yeah. type of he thing. was in there too. Yeah, yeah, and Killer Mike was part of the Dungeon Family later, early in yeah. his career, but later. And for then them, there's like the Goody Mom, Goody Mom, and all, all, a lot of those. Uh, wow, like we talked about with stuff. Mike, Mike Dick when he was in the episode. A lot of those groups out there are all kind of like, uh, sort of like. Um, Outcast, uh, like the children of outcast yeah. kind of groups or whatever. Real cool stuff. And there was no hip hop in Atlanta. It was just New York and LA. You know what I mean? They were the scene. And then they won uh, rap album of the year at the Source Awards and got booed. And it was during like the whole Tupac Biggie feud. What a, and what no a fun one pick knew. to be like. Was that okay. 2000 with, for this album? No, 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 no. Before. No. Uh, before. It was, it was okay. mid 90s. Like right in the heart of it. And then everyone, they're just getting booed on stage. Wow. And Andre is just like, the South's got something to say. We There's a whole scene out here that you don't even see coming and he just kind of like in his his acceptance speech is amazing because he's just yelling back at them was that the source awards with the legendary when like uh the fight death row one yeah and he's like, if you want to same be one a real come to yeah. a real record label one? when you don't want the producer all up come in to the me. video yeah. dancing <laughs> in the video i fucking love that it's so good it's so oh, good oh they were shitting on puff day so uh, hard yeah. remember, i've seen Shug. that but i have i don't remember the uh atl part i mean they got booed mercilessly no one gave a shit about them it was either someone yeah. from new york or la who that was, was a sport that was a sporting event yeah and they were they were the team that nobody wanted How to go to the super bowl because mm-hmm. they had the best it album was it was and it and the, the you know the, the writers saw it and they knew it mm-hmm. and it was like they pioneered a whole sound yeah but it really was it's like everyone wants like lakers celtics in the finals mm-hmm. but then like uh-oh the suns yeah. beat the lakers right. and it's yeah. like no mm-hmm. we don't want this shit that's a good analogy yeah. thank really you is. i'm pretty uh yeah. i try and I try. uh but this song took everything to another level this was like yeah. it had that rock feel to it yeah. you know what i mean like it's yeah. a it's just a, you, you hear it and you're like the fuck? i can't yeah. imagine a lot of people not hearing that and being like a video was great video was awesome like crazy well yeah. i thought ADD. I, I didn't learn about outcast until the hey now Okay. The album hey, yeah. right before that. How is that hey, possible? Yeah. I can't because believe you didn't you, hear that song. I was in. I was infused in indie rock. I was. Uh, we just. We just didn't get into it. Nobody in. Dude, nobody I, in my high school. I almost and feel like they might have played that song on like. Yeah. one. Absolutely, they did. They, I did no, not. Back, not this song. Mm. This wasn't on there. Yeah, it was, I it was think such it a crossover, was, dude. Absolutely. I don't remember. I think it was. This was one of the first ones that I remember. They had playing a song. What was the song before? Hey, hey, yeah, that. The hey, whole uh, hey that was bigger, their biggest song after this, but before their biggest uh, song, Outcast's biggest but song. Before but what hey was their uh, biggest song before Hey Ya? Uh? Um, uh, this it wasn't this. Was well, it? no, I, no, I don't it think was, this was um, the biggest. 
So here, I, uh, so you got I don't for Outcast songs, you've got Miss Jackson. But yeah, that was that was, that was, that was huge. Um, that was Roses. Before. That was the same album. That was as this. the same. This this, this album, Stankonia is incredible. Dude, Stankonia got so fresh and so clean. That was, yeah, you've got Bombs oh, Over Baghdad. That. You got Miss Jackson. Miss like, Jackson was more popular than this yes, song. absolutely. That's the one that I. That's when I first. Okay, that was. After I thought you were talking about they played on Q101. I'm like no. Miss Jackson was on Q101. No, 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 this no. was on Q101. This was. Yeah. On, I swear, this was on absolutely. Well, it's great. I saw them at Milwaukee Summerfest and the amphitheater and their opener was Gary Clark Jr. Are you no guys familiar way. with him? Of course. I've seen him a bunch of times. Amazing. And like, it was cool That's because cool there's so many like rap fans there who have no idea who Gary Clark Jr. is. Yeah. And for those you know, of you who know, he's an amazing guitarist, singer, songwriter, fucking phenomenal. How did the, uh, how they take to him? Loved him. He oh, was great. so good. I mean, there's just, a, there's just a guitar yeah. and a chair yeah. and he just, just walks there. out and just would you picks call it up blues? and just starts. Oh, he just played by himself? Yeah. Oh, he didn't play with his band. No. Oh, wow. And just rocked for that, an hour. Would you call that no, blues? It's like, uh, I think it's bluesy. Blues, blues guitar. Rock. Yeah. Singer, but he's more like... Uh, I don't want to say Black John Mayer. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't want to <laughs> do him like that. He's, I don't too, do that. he's too upbeat for that. It was like high, it's like rock. He's a real good lyricist. It's like rock a, like a in your Sheeran. face guitar. Yeah. Kind of like Derek Trucks a little bit with the guitar style. style, Maybe-ish. Okay. But not as jamming. Yeah, I loved okay. it. It was yeah. great. Gary Clark Jr. I saw a lot of blues. It was amazing. And let me say, I don't only listen to hip hop because I will I will veer, but I always come right back to it. You know what I mean? Like sure. I've had different phases of different things. It's you know I, I think that. Uh, but like Gary Clark Jr. is amazing. Uh, we used to follow on this indie rock group called the Mooney Suzuki uh, yeah. from oh, New yeah. York. Yeah, I love the Mooney Suzuki. But well, speaking of veering, you veered. Uh, on veered your, up to Canada for this next this one. Is, this oh, is this uh, song. New Orleans is sinking by yeah. the Tragically Hip. I'm familiar with the Tragically Hip. Uh, my music at work is one of my, uh, I think, all-time top bangers. Yeah. Uh, but I had never heard the song, and I was I just had the list playing. That's shocking to yeah. me. Yeah, I just had the list playing, and I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'll play you. Uh, See, this is like one of their most popular songs. Yeah. At first, I was like, I could not. I, I think I went to like three other groups of like who this was. Before you figured uh, yeah. out it was the hip. Oh, I think this is... At first, it was this was Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> I was waiting for like, and her pussy, and my dick. I'm like, what? I think he has like the most distinct voice. Incredible. And the best live show I've ever seen. Agreed with you. Uh, and we talked about this recently uh, at a show. Yeah, you want to befriend Canadians, play them some Tragically Hip. They yeah. love this. That's like their, yeah, that's, that's like their Bruce Springsteen. Um, did he, he pass away? He did. He did. Yeah, and they, that was like, they knew it, and they had a big, I saw, yeah. I listened Farewell to tour for Tragedy an episode, the uh, Ongoing History of New Music, mm-hmm. that Canadian yeah, podcast yeah. that I recommend a lot. Uh, he did a whole bunch of tragically hip stuff, yeah. and it was like, what a bummer, man, dude. I mean, the prime minister was at their last show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they he were they a, were amazing. He did a press conference when he yeah. passed away and crying. Yeah, because yeah. they, they, I mean, he was in that perfect age group of like, oh man, yeah. this, and that, yeah, Canada has always, and there's an interesting uh, thing that I never knew about that, like with Canada, there's not only like obviously the like. The chip, you know, the the not the chip on their shoulder, but they're like America's little brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then also, uh, there's there's rules that there has to be X amount of Canadian bands on the radio at the time. Really, I didn't know yeah. this. And That's yeah. awesome. And um, so there's a lot of just uh, there's a lot of like uh, things in Canada that are interesting or whatever. But it, it is kind of wild when you think about like how tiny they are, Canada and and, and the population tiny. wise and stuff, population wise oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. 
but yet they've they've got some bands, man. And this is like this is one of their most legit bands, other yeah. than Rush and Alanis Morissette. I mean, I mean, come on, the hip, <laughs> a little better catalog. So tragically, this hip. guy's a lyricist too, oh, yeah. by the way. Absolute. So tragically, amazing. hip is uh, they have a. Uh, this isn't my favorite. Um, album, but their uh, Hen House, uh, yeah. Disturbance of the Hen House. Mm-hmm. You can listen to that album. We talked about this on the podcast before, where there's albums where you can just listen to yeah. it the whole way through. That's one of them. And I went on that tour. Now, you and I talked about this. It was one of the best shows I ever saw. It was at Martyrs. It was phenomenal. And uh, and then I told you about the farewell show where he started crying, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Oh, he always cries at all his shows." He, I mean, so the, one the of the cool things saw. about this song, and actually the part that you're playing right now, there's a little bridge there. That this is where he freestyles. Yeah. Oh. He will start like every show. Talking about wherever city's in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah. he's like, th- some of the things that he's done here have turned into like a head by a century was like a riff that part. he did in this part of this song. Um, Which live is the between song us of all time. is a head by a century. Absolutely. Of all time? One of my top 20 songs. What are you saying now here? What are their best songs? A head by a century. That's their number one song on iTunes. I love Bob Cajun. New Orleans. We used to cover that in one of my bands. Bob Cajun? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, head by a century. It's Go amazing. ahead. What were you saying now? So. But so that started as a riff that. that he no. was doing here, and like there have been songs released, you know, a few of them that that came from just like a riff over that little bridge there. It's incredible what this guy does. But he doesn't stop talking for the entire show. He is. If you ever get a chance, live between us, the, the live album of theirs oh, is yeah. absolutely incredible. I mean, then you hear where like you the studio version. Where did you see them? At? My family, my oh oh, like the family where I found them. But I saw them at uh, House of Blues. They were doing fully okay. completely, and then they just did a medley of hits after they did fully. Nice. Like they did the whole fully. Where completely did you album. find? Where? How did you get turned on to them? My family, like all my my family's huge into music, and all my aunts and uncles love rock. They're you know uh, from the Beatles on up. The big XRT they don't like, fans now. What do they now. think about your hip hop they, stuff? They don't like a lot of it, but like it's funny because I'm the bridge, so their kids. Like when I'd babysit them, I'd always make them listen to Bombs Over Baghdad and all that. You know what I mean? So like I was kind of the halfway point between the two. But something about the hip just stuck with me. And, and it's him lyrically. and So good. And just, I mean, he's brilliant. And, uh, you know, I mean, and he's he gets political at times. Like yeah. there's been missing people he's written songs about to raise awareness. You know what I mean? Like he just, he, he's, he's a all legend over the in place. Canada. Yeah. Um, Gord, what's his last name? Gord Dowdy. Gord Dowdy. Um, talk about a song to put on a mixtape for abroad. Yeah. <laughs> Ahead by a century. Oh, yeah, that, the lyrics on that one—it's you are ahead by a century. I'm gonna listen yeah. to more uh, tragically hip. I love it. Such Thanks a good Jim Flanagan. If that's all I do in this world. Yeah, uh, it I makes mean, me if happy. You, more if people you, listen to the hip. If you listen to that whole album, uh, this one I'm not very familiar with—the one with uh, the tragically hip, which is uh, this song. Uh, and there's another hit on this one too. Bob uh, Cajun's Bob on Cajun's here, on which there. is amazing, and the best uh, Jericho Bubbly mashup was with their song Bob Cajun. Really? Because you know, a couple Canadians oh, together. It was a nice yeah. little. Paul's no idea. We're no talking clue about. What we're talking is that about. That's Chris okay. Jericho yeah. wrestling yeah. reference. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Is he from? Is he Canadian? Yes. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, well, we learned something new, but. Um, the Hen House album. Mm-hmm. I strongly encourage anyone who doesn't know anything about Tragical Hip start there and then go back. It's my opinion. You I love disagree? It. No, no. I, I think it's great. I, I mean, just want everyone every to listen. Every song to that. on that album is yeah. phenomenal. They have like slow hits and then they have like high energy bangers. It's yeah. like phenomenal. Oh. And and they're just a such a good. I mean, if someone says they know Tragically Hip, it's like opposite of when people say that they're fans of the, what I call the Matty Ryan phenomenon, where they're like, 
when someone says they like fish, you're like, oh, I can't talk to you anymore. Or you're like anything you say has been has got to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. If someone says they listen to Tragical Hip, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this shit, this guy knows his shit, or wow. he's from Canada. Yeah. Okay. Or both. The other. There we go. I don't know how ringing it is. endorsement. Yeah. What do you think of my music at work? I, I like it. Yeah. It's not. It's not something I've gotten as into. Yeah. I should. That I was will. my first uh, taste. Yeah. Of that. You don't. You did. This is your first. Uh, when did you? How did you learn about Tragically Hip? JBTV, my music at oh, work. Gotcha. Uh, the music video. And, I don't think uh, I've ever seen the video. What's up? I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, the I don't think I've cool. either. It's real cool. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. Or maybe 120 minutes. Either way, I know them through that. Through that. I that like was it. my my it's, starting. It's off funny point. how big they are in Canada, and they never. They Amazing. Never. How, only XRT who, who plays would them. you give uh, the their Amer- the the United States equivalent to Tragically Hip? In Canada, or in Canada. Here? So in Canada, they're big. They're, they're like they're like uh, I, I would say like John Mayer size. Yeah. I don't know. They're okay. huge. John Mayer. Well, I don't yeah, know. Give me a band. What? Give me a band. Um, this is not. You don't even know how to play but this. Game. What era? From their era. From, from the, their that was era. very popular in the late nineties. They were 2000s. like. I would say at some point they were like the Pearl Jam of Canada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering I about like would, yeah. REM, Pearl Jam. R, yeah. They were yeah, the REM of. Okay. That's, what, yeah. fact, that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I think that's what they were referred to as the oh, REM of, of Canada. Canada. Yeah. That's if perfect. Not, there fuck, you go. It, it should be. Yeah. Right. That makes a lot of sense. There you go. But like you talk about when you talk to Canadians, they talk about. Tragically hip, you could tell, and, and I don't know why you guys. When I said Rush, I mean fuck you. They're a great Rush band. is great, but I mean the hip is. I mean no one but, but me is gonna listen. Say you don't this, listen. But you never. You never I like Rush. Fuck with Rush. Our right. final artist has been considered uh, the snow <laughs> of. of America. Uh, Kanye West. I couldn't think of any other Canadian rappers except for Speaking snow. Of monster the only one. hits. There we go, baby. Paul hates this already. No, you'll be surprised to hear what I say. This is like one of those songs where I feel like they're showing clips of like the NFL. And they're just like, are you ready for the new NFL season? And then it goes crazy. I feel like this is one of those songs like Halloween. I mean, obviously the monster theme, but you know what I mean? Like it just seems like rap's thriller. So why is this on your mic? Tell us. First of all, I didn't realize all the people that were featured. Well, this is the song we were talking about with multiple, multiple people on here. Different tracks. And and an unknown Nicki Minaj dropped the most incredible verse to the point where Kanye almost didn't put this on the album. She's that comic in the middle of the show yeah. who uh, everything just works out and they absolutely murder, murder. and everyone's like, whoa. How and do you, you do not that? want to go next. When there's, a, there's a moment, Who went right? After her? Bon Iver? Uh, she, <laughs> no, she closed it out basically. Yeah, Bonnie yeah. did a little, uh, yeah, but I mean, she was basically so everything. So why is this on I mean, here? Jay, it's a great song uh, off of my favorite Kanye album. And just, it's a great way to showcase a lot of my favorite Which rappers. album is this? My Dark Twisted, oh, My Beautiful Dark right. Twisted yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who was it? Pitchfork just named it the album of the decade. Oh, wow. Really? For the 2010s. Yeah. Huh. Um, absolutely incredible album. I mean, all of the lights, power, there's so much on here. Um, there's a yeah. great I think Chris Run- Rock Runaway. Runaway. And again, a, a beautiful video. That was hard not song. having the clips on here. I'm a huge Pusher T fan. I'm a big music video. I feel like, man, if you want to really get me, you still need music. Yes. These yes. music videos are still so important. Absolutely. What's and what's the, wild is, like I said, you go on YouTube and you're like, oh, I've never seen the video for Monster by Kanye. And oh, it'll have so like 4,000 million hits. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, okay. It is just, and Nikki just crushes it. But yeah. I mean, it's just a great showcase of so many great rappers from you that You wonder period. if people were like, 
Oh, Jimmy, you had that verse on there, but unfortunately, the record label, uh, they just didn't want you on there. But meanwhile, it's like, I'm like, I can't fucking be on yeah. the same song with this guy. He murdered it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that, again, is that politics of these these cameos on these songs where it's like wild how... Mm-hmm. You know, people, hip-hop heads, look at these as, like, a sport and the stats and, like, yeah. who stole the show on this one and this one and this one. it's like you want to be on a lineup with crushers, right? Sure. You want to follow someone who kills and sure. try and take it to the next level. It, shows, well. it shows you as a confident Absolutely. person if you're like, you know what, Nicki Minaj fucking yeah. crushes, but I'm going to let her on there and I'm going to... I'm cool with letting other people. Didn't like it. No, I mean he liked it, but like he he talked he's talked about it a few times. We kind of went back and forth because I yeah. mean this is an unknown destroying him and Jay Z yeah. and Rick Ross and yeah. Boney Vare and and who you know I mean it's, it's a ton of talent. Boney Vare's part and as much as Boney Vare is one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. he gets kind of destroyed. He gets lost in the show. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so does Rick Ross. Rick yeah. Ross is like, why did you do that weird little intro for no reason? Yeah. It's Boney Vare's part is like they threw Rick Ross a so bone on that intro. Yeah, they did. And but I mean, Jay Z drops a decent verse. Kanye's verse is great, but. Sure. Then Nikki just and just establishes Nikki's, that we'll like that like I am gonna be here a long time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I am not a flash in the pan. This yeah. is Did you everything. Get into Nikki because of this? Absolutely. So Absolutely. She, this is how you discovered her. One hundred percent. I think and, that's how America discovered her. Well, let me ask you this: Is this? Uh, do you think you still like Kanye? I do. Is your favorite? I, I like Kanye as an artist. I right. mean, no, it's I hard know. to separate everything. But yeah, 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 no. But I mean, I think that Nicki Minaj is the best verse on here. But you know, I mean, Kanye put all this together and yeah. and, and produced the track also, and you say which this is, is incredibly. This is the best Kanye album. It is. It's by far. It's College it, Dropout. Really? College Dropout's amazing. This is the best Kanye Late album. Fight me. Oh, yeah. That, that will that. be the take that people get mad about. I'm sure people are very. I think that those. I think College Dropout. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. When I heard this, it was in the background of the car. The second mm-hmm. I always listened to the mixes a couple times in advance because I'm I, wow, it's very professional. Yeah, yeah. I'm very professional. <laughs> uh, I know that Marty doesn't listen mm-hmm. to him until he gets here, and uh, and I was like, I had to stop and be like, is that Nicki Minaj? Because yeah. I didn't see all the features when right. he gave us the list, and then I was like, holy shit, this I is mean, so cool. It clearly destroys the rest Absolutely. of the world. Absolutely. And you want to talk about great and lyricists. And someone that doesn't know about hip-hop, this is me saying Yeah. That. No, she is one of the best lyricists in the world right now, too. And uh, and uh, it's just cool to see all that come together. That is the nice thing about being a rap fan, because if you want to make people a mixtape with five songs, you still get to show them like 15 yeah. different artists. Yeah, you know right. I, mean? I know. I'm looking at all. Yeah, it's like, okay, we got a lot of people on this. A lot, but uh, it, she's great. The whole... The whole album's amazing. What are yeah. the What are these? Like, I've never been to a, a hip hop concert where it's like, when Kanye does <laughs> these, this song, these rap shows like, do they just play like a clip of them singing? So yes. if I'm Kanye and I'm on tour, and obviously Nicki Minaj isn't with me, and and Rick Ross and all these other people, like, what do they do when it's like? Third can't time. play it live. What is Third, it? Well, that's what Dickie, no. that's what Dickie Barrett from the Mighty Mighty Boss was. Paul, thank you very much. Oh. I had forgotten about that one. I was kind of hoping. It but, <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. There's no, uh, you know, it's not like less so than Jake. It's not like less than Jake part, did a part right? in necessarily. a uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, Fred Durst was nah, asked to sing a We can't do the, the impression that I get because we don't have the guy from Goldfinger. <laughs> That's my but Dickie like, Bear. Okay, but like when Fred Durst is at a show without uh, the dude yeah. from Stained, sure, you know he probably just has the Someone crowd sing, sing yeah. that. Or oh yeah, a lesser but known. Also, or do they show them on the, on a big like the big? Sometimes I've seen that or big screen or whatever. I've seen the crowd does it. I've seen the DJ yeah. just cut between songs and do their verses because because not only do you have this, you have the opposite. If you're Nicki Minaj, yeah. when you're doing a show, you want to have them cut in so you can you know do what your I would verse do? of this. This is what I would do if I was tell there. me, Marty. big star. If I'm Kanye, this mm-hmm. is and this is. 
you get you're taking a chance here. Every city I go to, I find the best rappers underground, and I say you got a minute to fill in Nicki Minaj's spot there. Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give him a big shout here, everybody. Big chance in front of the whole. But world. then if they go over, it's yeah, tough. it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. That's true. I, I, I that would be fun. As much as I fun. love, I love this song, and uh, I think it's a great song. And you're right about everything it's done for for Nicki Minaj. But to say that it's the best album, yes. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think there, the uh, late registration and college dropout are are two of the. They're amazing. Best about albums in hip hop, if not the world, for sure. This is the best one, if not the world. If not, not the world, world. Um, they're great. I mean, uh, I late registration. Know, I didn't know Paul was so uh, had such thoughts. About I, 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 I am the I'm same as you. Like, I'm a huge uh, like the only hip hop albums I like, as I've said before, are the Lauryn Hill album, great. which I think Miseducation is one of the mm-hmm. greatest, one of my top twenty albums. <laughs> sure. Um, and and College Dropout and mm-hmm. Late Registration. I think those are. The only like if you if I had to have hip hop, those are the three that I would have, and I'd be like, I find not having any other. Jim, let me throw smart you. Late, real quick, can I? Yeah, can yeah, I yeah. Sure, Late sure, registration sure. and college dropout are amazing, and late registration is how I found Consequence, who um, is Q-Tip's cousin, and did some stuff with uh, like back in the day with um, a Tribe Called Quest. Okay. Um, and he does a verse on there that like, but I mean, but what this album did is just take everything to another level. I mean, it, and it is. I don't know. Pitchfork named it the album of the decade. Like I'm not yeah. the only one who feels this way. This isn't a total hot take. And College Dropout's absolutely amazing. But, but that's a different. College Dropout was from a different decade, yeah. so it's not even fair. Well, to sure. Say. But I mean, it is apples it, and oranges. Yeah, but I, I, they're they're amazing albums. Like I, you know, I, I don't put anything. There's nothing against. I just either think you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not though. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty. You were gonna throw something else at me. Yeah, I said, uh, go ahead. Back to the hotel by Into Ooh, Deep. That's absolutely <laughs> diggable planets. Rebirth of Slick. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know you, bud. We're so good I at know, all these. I know you, bud. Oh, what a I treat, love it. Jim. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yes. This is, I feel like Paul still wants to do a bonus episode where I'll just sit out and you two can argue over what the best uh, <laughs> Kanye can. West album is. We got you got your dicky. Reference. My Dickie Barrett yeah. reference. Nailed it. Right. In. Thank you. The patron we saint of the podcast. Mr. Dickie Barrett. <laughs> hey, what, uh, Dickie I thought Barrett. you guys were going to be much meaner. I got to be honest. Oh. I thought you guys were going to rip out nah, I mean, You had Tragically Hip on. You, you won me over. I got to say, sabotage. when I first heard that Tragically Hip song, I was like, what is this? To me, it sounded like if you were doing a movie about a band and you had to just write a song. <laughs> but then I was like, I gave it more shots. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, it's Tragically Hip. And then I kind of like learned to like it a little bit more. After you the, just played us Dolph Ziggler's theme song before the <laughs> before show, I don't the, think you can talk. First of all, two things I want to say. I'm here to show the world is, uh, <laughs> two things. that's what it's called, whatever. Pro of Marty, I dis, I was just kidding. Marty is always prepared for the podcast. In mm-hmm. fact, if someone doesn't send it in advance, he gets very I moody. get real cranky. He's like, we're not doing it unless we get it nope. with it. Yeah, it's I was rule. ready to cancel an episode because so I didn't have but it the, in, my, in the, my grubby little hands. Which is a pro about Marty. I like that he, he keeps us professional. But the con is, before every show, he comes up with one of the worst songs I like the worst food. messing with Paul, he so puts much on fun. shitty I, heavy I, metal here, or here shitty wrestling. Here songs. was the mix for Paul. I hit uh, Dolph Ziggler's theme song, <laughs> the Mrs. theme song, yeah. and then Nookie by Limp oh. Biscuit. Just Sorry. to put me in, an, in a in a confrontational moment. Sorry, but that being said, uh, Jim, this was awesome. Yeah, one man. of the best. Spot, one of the best. Uh, uh, Mixes we've had. Oh, you're just saying that. Well, I am. Okay. But uh, also, I did like, I would say Sabotage is easily one of the mm-hmm. top 20 songs of all time for me. I know Marty is, hates the Beastie Boys. Do you really? Oh, wait, Paul, get out of here. You're being <laughs> so I'm ridiculous. Just being, I'm just trying to create a conflict. Yeah, a like, tension. It worked for Siskel and Ebert. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that's it. So where, where can people find out about you? We know you have a huge show, by the way, which I've already promoted on stage. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you did. 
great show. It's really nice. Tell people about it. I'm recording an album at Zany's in Rosemont the first weekend of March. <laughs> March 6th and 7th. And then afterwards, we'll have an after party where? Back at the hotel. There you go. For Paul, I'm Marty. Thanks to Jim. Follow us. Uh, share it. Do everything you can. Let's get this podcast uh, on XM Satellite Radio. <laughs> Let's do it. So when you've heard Hotel California for the 800th time, you can switch over to the Ding Dong channel and listen to us. Message us at paulmartymix at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, review, tell your friends. A little city, chilling in the North Bay. Needless to say, my boys don't play fool. You don't decide and you know how the song goes. In the back, sipping purple trongos. So look for trouble, but it always...